Welcome back to the Road to the Olympics podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Scullion, or if you're new to this channel, I'm an Irish marathon runner. I run 209 for the marathon and recently competed at the Tokyo Olympics, albeit not very well. But I guess that was the whole purpose to start this podcast. I go through the good parts, the ugly parts, and everything in between. How I've struggled with mental health, how running's really helped me get back to you know, the highs of life, the happy parts of life. And I hope you can gain something insightful out of today's episode. Hey guys, so hope everybody's well and um, this is probably took me a bit longer um no it hasn't really it's only been a few days so just trying to come to terms I suppose you could say with um come games and everything that happened there um there's I mean I'm I'm anyone who knows me by now knows that I'm what do we say? Very analytical. Um, I tried not to be in the build-up, and I'll like I'll get to that. Um, I I did. <laughs> there's. I'm probably going to seem a bit um, contra. Maybe I'm going to contradict myself a little bit, but like obviously. There's no question I was very excited about the build-up. Um, probably more so for perhaps the, you know, the wrong reasons. Um, you know, maybe I was essentially excited about things that I shouldn't have been excited about. And so what I what I sort of mean by that, not to talk like I don't know would the word be like cryptic or in code or I'm not trying to do that but knowing that the result wasn't what I expected it to be and I what I mean by that is how I felt on the day this is I don't have a problem with um the the position that I finished at the Commonwealth Games like um, you know, for me to come tenth at the Commonwealth Games is fine. Um, what I have a problem with is how I. Sorry, I'm just trying to open a window, and how fucking hard can it be to? Oh, really? Does it need to be this difficult to open a window? Um. There we go. Maybe I was making hard work of something that didn't need to be hard work. Anyway, I can get back to talking. So, I was unhappy with just how I felt. And really, to summarize that, I ran, what was it, 37 kilometers in Rotterdam at, I think, one... 67 heart rate or something like that you know in the first 10 miles it was sitting about 163 164 165 and I felt incredible 
it felt really easy. On Saturday, just gone, I couldn't, I could barely get the heart rate above 160. And in order to get the heart rate above 160, it felt like I had to like put the foot down. Like I had to really work to get the heart rate to a number that, to be honest with you, should be really comfortable, really easy. Not easy as in like easy run jog, but just a nice rhythm. I love marathon because I get into this nice flow and this state where, you know, 160 to 165 heart rate just feels nice. And you're just, you're waiting for the body to start fatiguing. You're not, it, I've never ever had to push that hard just to get the heart rate up before. It was, it was challenging. And so I'm frustrated that I don't know what caused that. And I'm analytical, so I looked, I can look at numerous factors, leaving altitude 48 hours before in the past. I've normally performed well. Is it because it was a bit warmer and humid and I wasn't used to the humidity? I always find the UK air, which is going to sound crazy, to be quite thick and muggy. And let me tell you, St. Moritz air is not thick and muggy. It's clean and crisp and dry and there's no humidity at all. That's one factor. Um, I I analyzed the training. So, you know, I got really excited about the fact that for 10 weeks, I had spent time at altitude. I had ate well. I had gone to bed every night at 9.30. I had napped every day. I lived like a, a fucking true professional. I'd, it's so harsh to say I deserved X, Y, and Z, but... My application to training was flawless. <laughs> I paid for physio. I, I know I went to physio. I did my yoga. I, I did my S and C. I, I went to bed. I, <laughs> you know, it, it really felt like I, I put a huge amount in. But then when you when you analyze the training, and what I did was, you know, I averaged over a hundred miles a week. But the problem with miles, and I talked about this on the podcast, the problem with miles is it doesn't it doesn't tell you enough. It's like it's like somebody telling you that, yeah, you know, if you put thirty pound of fuel into your car, it'll get you three hundred miles. And you say, Wow. But but that can't they can't say that because what if you drive really fast? What if you you know, what if you're driving uphill, blah, blah, blah. Miles are just miles. It, it it could mean all different things. If you run 100 mile a week at threshold, you'll probably be a fucking animal. If you run 100 mile a week at 115 heart rate, you'll probably not be that fit. <laughs> you'll be a lot fitter than people that don't run, but you get the point. Mileage is just a number. This is so, so important. It's just a number. It doesn't tell you what went into those miles. I believe I ran far too many miles slow. I would guarantee you that if I had a software that could, 
you know, analyze the 10 weeks, all 10 weeks of running, you know, give me an average heart rate for that 10 weeks. And let me tell you, it would probably be, honestly, I think it would be 20 to 30 beats lower than my buildup for the likes of um, London and, you know, Rotterdam. <sighs> so maybe it was that. Um, the the analysis that I did, and again, I've talked about this before, I talked about the build up to London and how there was 20, you know, 20 miles a week at threshold or above. The build up to Rotterdam, there was 24, I believe, at threshold or above. This build up to um, come games, I think there was 12. So, and only eight of that was threshold, four was above. So I I counted that in the build-up to both London and Rotterdam, I did 140 miles. So in 10 weeks, I did 140 miles of threshold more in the Rotterdam and London build-up than I did for the Com Games. You're looking at a 14-mile threshold, either marathon effort right up to half marathon effort per week more in those build-ups. I mean, that that's a that's a chunk of change. Like, you can't neglect that. I certainly can't. But I I followed a program. You know, I, I tried to explain it to my mom as if somebody gave you a recipe for, you know, spaghetti bolognese and you followed the recipe and it didn't taste very nice, what the fuck can you do about it? <laughs> you know? And I followed this recipe and I followed this training plan and I went to race and, you know, I, I didn't pull it off. I didn't, I couldn't race the way I wanted to. And I feel annoyed because I told everybody that I, you know, I was going really good. And the problem is in a lot of the training, I was going really good. I go to the track, I do 10, 800s. I run pretty comfortably for the, you know, the first four or five, 218 to 220 at altitude. And then I run a few at, you know, 210, pretty good at altitude, 210 for 800. It's nothing crazy, but it's good and I feel good and I'm sure I look good doing it. And so when I'm coming back on the podcast, fuck me, you know, I've, I've just looked and felt and gone good. The The problem is... 10 800s doesn't really have a big connection to the marathon. So I don't know if I told you this in the podcast, but um, Whoop, Whoop was not my friend. <laughs> I, as I started tapering, you know, three days, I, I had three days where Whoop would normally sit around 70, 80% if anybody wears it, recovery. You know, I wake up, you're 80% recovered, you're 75% recovered, fine. Something happened, my heart rate variability went really high and it, it's never really high. So it went high for like three days and I was all excited about it because I thought this is really good. And then I noticed that it just started coming down and it coincided with me having a long session. So one of the other Australians that did the Com Games, he was out in St. Moritz as well. 
and he was saying you know his whoops 85 90 percent recovered and i had sort of told him that for the last three days i think mine went 40 37 31 and their 31 was like that's when you're not recovered and it shows you like red warning and believe it or not that 31 was the same as when i got covid now i don't think i got covid but there was something going on because then i went to do my long session and i struggled in hindsight i don't know if i struggled in the long session because of fitness or if i started struggling in the long session because something was starting to not be right it made no sense because i was running 120 mile a week i dropped it down to 90 then whoop started saying i'm i'm fucked you know 40 36 31 something like that it's not good resting heart rate high doing my long session struggle i predicted i'm dehydrated so i start hydrating heavily I, I really put a big emphasis on hydration and I was like, fuck sake, you better not have let that hydration slip again. So I put this big emphasis on the hydration. Um, I do what I can. And then I, whoop starts to come back to 50. The next day it goes up to 40, 45, 50. It, it comes back a little bit, but that's the final two weeks pre-race. The week of the race, I was showing... Jackie Newton, the our, she was our team manager, and I was showing her the week of the race. Now, whoop, normally the week of the race when you're doing a 40-minute run or, you know, a two-mile tempo, it's normally like 80 to 90% recovery. You know, your body is normally loving life. My average for the week was 48%. Now, people can listen and think, you know, it's a fucking wristband. It's, I've worn this thing for like two years. And it's it's the kind of thing that I, I do I do trust in the consistency. I don't necessarily look into specific days, but let me tell you about whoop. I can I went on a night out and got really drunk, very drunk. Not recently. You probably I told you this in the podcast. And whoop told me I was one percent recovered. And I went and did a long run and posted it in Strava. And you probably remember if you follow me on Strava. And by all accounts, Whoop said, Whoop was probably telling me I'm still drunk. <laughs> so I kind of got away with a long run and then I was knackered all day. And then when I woke up the next day, I think the recovery was back to like 65%. And then the day after that, 70 and 75 and all the rest of it, back up to like 80, 85. And that was, it took me to go get really drunk. Like I, I'm talking drinking from 7pm to 3 o'clock in the morning for whoop to you know really be upset normally it's quite consistent on unless you get covid and then it's upset so there was no reason it, it basically what i'm saying is whoop is not sensitive it doesn't it doesn't like it's not inconsistent and it's not sensitive so it's not like you know you wake up for half an hour in your sleep or you know you run a bit too hard doesn't mean you wake up the next day and whoop tells you you're fucked it's not like that instead of being 90 percent recovered it might say like 76 if you only get five hours sleep yeah instead of saying 85 percent recovered it might say 65 but it doesn't say 30 it says 30 for covid so i don't know 
did something go wrong? I'm kind of speculating maybe because I got COVID at altitude, you know, like five, six weeks before this, maybe my iron went low. My iron's not normally low. It's normally really high, so I don't supplement iron. I did spend 10 weeks at altitude. Maybe I should have supplemented iron. Doctor told me not to because I have good iron and that was the right recommendation. But I don't normally get COVID at altitude. So maybe getting COVID at altitude and training in Flagstaff and, you know, maybe not taking it easy enough. Maybe fucking, I don't know, my iron went low. Maybe some other stupid vitamin thing went low. So I'm going to do a blood test. What I want to say, rather than moaning, um, I was really happy with the effort I put in. I didn't give up on it. And then I even got, was able to, you know, get back at like Dowie Griffiths at the end and, you know, pick up 10th and finish well. I've really finished strong up some of those hills considering, you know, it didn't, obviously not strong compared to the leaders or, um, I also have a piece of advice in those final two weeks when whoop was fucked, I gave myself permission to just not beat myself up. I was like, Stephen, you didn't do anything wrong. I was getting all upset and maybe a bit stressed about it, but I was just like, hey, like, you know, you didn't, you didn't do anything wrong, kid. Um, Don't be, you know, don't beat yourself up. Don't be upset about this. Just take it on the chin. Um, We're human. That's, That's first and foremost, we're human. And you can put a plan in place eight to 10 weeks. I trusted somebody else this time to do the plan. You can then commit to that plan. You can do all the right things and you should do all the right things. And if it doesn't work out on the other end, you should not regret the fact that you did all the right things. And you give it a go and you set it up and you hope it's going to be this magical day. But sometimes it's not. Now, the fans on the course were amazing. You know, the course was tough, no doubt about it. I actually found the uphills better. I found that I could get my heart rate up on the uphills, but on the flat, I just couldn't. Um, Fans, unreal. Absolutely unreal. Really, really cool. Um, Yeah, look... Fuck, you win and you learn, you know, or you lose and you learn, but it was it was a mixed bag for me. It was tough because I thought the commitment and the staying at altitude and all these things, I thought that meant top five. I really did. And I thought the more miles, even though I wasn't totally confident that, you know, the more miles, because um, I do know mileage is just mileage. I do know that. I do know running five mile at 118 heart rate, for example, on a double run, it's probably not gonna it's probably not gonna count when the when the going gets tough in a marathon. So maybe I neglected things. I did the long runs, but you know, they were they were too easy maybe. They were too comfortable. I wasn't pushing. But look, what can I say? Um all round it was uh yeah, it was an interesting experience. It was, it, it's made me hungry, you know, it it always makes me hungry. I, I hope I got the result I deserve for the training that I did. 
I hope it wasn't something to do with a blood test or iron or, you know, I hope the whoop stuff was just whoop, not having a good day or something. Because then I'd be upset. Then I'd be like, for fuck's sake, like, is this something I could have got on top of? Do I need more routine blood checks? You know, I already get these things, so I can't even beat myself up about that. But, ah, look, it, it, it was... It was what it was. So moving, and and can I just say thanks so much for everyone that messaged me. If I don't reply, it it doesn't mean I don't scroll through and feel the love and see the love. You know, I I do appreciate it. I really appreciated the support out in the course. I really appreciate everyone that got in touch with me. It was really, really kind. I I wanted more for all of us, for me and, and for the people that support me. And I wanted more. <laughs> I, I was greedy. I thought I could really sneak into that top five at least. Um it's annoying when you when you know deep down and you feel it that you're good enough and then yeah your body or it just doesn't deliver on the day. Um it was tough. But from here, yeah, I have some decisions to make. I I, I feel like because I'm so analytical and so um look into those kind of things that it it's probably a good idea that I look after some of my own program because if you're it's a bit like if you're going to wear a whoop and whoop's going to tell you that you need to take it easy and if it tells you that a couple of days in a row and you don't take it easy there's no point really wearing it at all it's just if you're going to wear it at least use it as a tool so it's a bit like when I analyze things and get to the end of a week's training and don't think I've done enough people like Kipchoge Jakob Ingebrigtsen these guys are running 30 to 40 miles a week of what I would call volume that contributes to you moving forward if there's a if you go on a run and you run at a heart rate above aerobic threshold so marathon effort I'm gonna tell you that that's contributing directly contributing if you're a marathon stroke half marathon runner that kind of a run and whatever length of time you run at that is directly contributing to your next race result if you go for a run and you run at 120 heart rate and that is 30 beats lower than you know what you run the marathon of course it's helping you maintain some form of aerobic endurance but it's not likely contributing that much to the next result it's important it's recovery. Um, it's good for building, you know, a base. But is it really directly impacting the race result? Probably not. If a 1500 meter runner wants to get better at 1500, it's a good idea to run at 1500 meter pace at that kind of effort. Probably the more running you do at it without getting too tired, probably the better the race result. So with that in mind, I'm definitely going to try to fix things. I'm going to try to figure out if there was anything going on with the bloods, figure out if I should get back up above 20 miles at least a week that's contributing to the next result. And I'm just going to start trusting myself and doing the training that I believe is it takes to be good and not, you know, I... It was important for me to commit to something. It was important for me to stay at altitude. I've never, come on guys, it's been three years since I've stuck to a plan. It was important. 
but I'm not going to let that stubbornness to stick to something be the downfall. You know, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. So you don't have to be stubborn to that. So that's about all I can say for now. I don't really know anything else. Um, Yeah, tough day for me. Very, very tough. Very tough pill to swallow. It all being over and not feeling like I could race hard on race day. And so, of course, the body doesn't feel beat up because I just didn't feel like I could race. Um, But look, I'll, I'll figure it out. I, yeah... I actually, I have something exciting in the works that I am excited about, but I can't tell you too much about it yet, but I will, um, I'll get there, I'll share soon, but look, thank, thank you so much, and hope everybody's well, and take care.